Alabama basketball gets another big win last night in the SEC. And the Under Armour All-American game was yesterday. How did the Alabama prospects do? And I guess it's good that some people are still wearing Under Armour. Our Locked On Bama, your daily podcast on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey again, everybody, and welcome back into Locked On Bama. Luke Robinson, that's me. Jimmy Stein, that's him. Jimmy, how are you today? I am doing awesome. The basketball team is pretty good. The basketball team is pretty good. They were a lot of fun to watch last night, and uh, we appreciate you making us a lot of fun to watch when you watch this. That was terrible. Anyway, we're your first listen, and we hate you. You're great. Um, Jimmy, Alabama does get a nice, big, huge win over Mississippi State. I say huge win. Look, uh, Mississippi State. I said huge win and Mississippi State, so I got it wrong on two counts. Um, Ole Miss is fine. They're not great. Um, They are about what I thought they'd be this year. Year, but it's the kind that you've got to get at home because uh, the, there's some teams in this league that are really, really strong, and you don't want to slip up at home against a team like Ole Miss, kind of like Alabama did last year against Texas A&M when they slipped up late in the season. I mean, it's not like we haven't had these kind of losses before, so to take care of business like that, by the way, I hate that cliche. It's way overused, but to um, – take care of Ole Miss, how about that, like that, with relative ease, uh, was fantastic. And, Jimmy, before I let you talk, I'm just going to put this out there for the world to see again for those of you who missed this last night from Brandon Miller. Three recruiting classes, Arkansas and Alabama. Coach Musselman doing a great job as well. Oh, man. I'm telling you, Jimmy, he's going to end up being the best player in Alabama history. Um, I know that one play. I mean, you could say you're lucky, but did you see the way he shot it? He shot it like this is something he shoots quite often. Um, he was also uh, asked in the postgame about, you know, getting shots up. He said, yeah, I take between 200 and 400 shots before a game. Holy cow. Uh, this guy's just ridiculous. He ended up – he we had a pretty mundane 17 points and, like, rebounds last night, which had both of them below his average. But he still was the best player on the court, and there wasn't any question about it. Yeah, uh, I'm glad you showed that clip to everyone who may have missed it last night. I was there, and I missed it last night, even though I was there. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was really bad weather. There was really bad weather in, in Tuscaloosa last night, and we were having all these warnings and stuff, and we remembered uh, we didn't – take anything off the balcony so i'm like uh with that and go we'll go with the four minute we'll go with the four minute media timeout because at the four minute media timeout we'll have time to get in the car and uh turn on chris stewart and Pasic and uh and listen to the uh the final four minutes on the way back to the condo so we can take the light stuff off the balcony because the winds were supposed to blow 50 miles an hour so uh so yeah i was literally I'd just gotten into the car and, and turned it you know flipped on the car and then Miller makes that shot. And I'm like, I was just sitting in that building like a minute and a half ago. And I missed that. So, um, well, you know, Brandon was the best player on the floor again, like he has been in every game uh, Alabama's played this season. Uh, I agree with you, Luke, and completely that he's the most gifted basketball player I've ever seen play basketball at Alabama. 
told uh, the wife uh, last night uh, that, that, you know, he reminds me of Robert Ori uh, in, in terms of his game. Like if I'm, if I'm describing his guns a lot like Robert, but he's just better. And, and that's saying so much because Robert was a first round pick that won six NBA championships or something. And, and but, but Brandon's just, be, he's a better Robert Ori in terms of his skill set and his size and, and the shooting and the rebounding and just the all around ball skills. And, and what makes the team so good though, Luke, is it's not just Brandon. Last night I thought Mark Sears was really good. Uh, he played really well. Uh, and we got contributions from pretty much everyone on the floor. Bradley, Clowney, Gurley, I thought, you know, play. He he is the best cheerleader we have. And I mean that as a compliment. I, mean, I don't think any player on our team wants to win the games more than Noah Gurley does. Who He is so excited about our team, Luke, that when he's checking in at the scorer's table, he doesn't sit down. The scorer's people are always trying to get him, hey, Noah, you got to sit down. Because we can't see. He's kind of going, he's standing up because he's so excited cheering for our guys. Uh, I don't know I've ever seen that before. Um, love this team. They won last night in a game that last year's team may have lost. Uh, when you come off a big road win over a ranked team and you got Kentucky coming to town, it is normal human behavior to mail in the Ole Miss game. It, it's normal human behavior to do that. Last year's team could have easily lost this game. Instead, this year's team, without even playing what I would call great, Brandon wasn't great. The team wasn't great. They were on autopilot, and they won easily over a team that's beaten Siena and Stanford and Valparaiso and led Tennessee for a bunch of their first SEC game for losing uh, in the second half. So uh, not a great performance but it was a great win uh, just because it was their B-plus game, and, and that was all they needed to win with uh, by double digits. Yeah, I'm going to make an admission, too. It's so funny that you missed it and you were there because uh, I was watching it. I, I, Tuesday nights, I usually stay in Ellick City because I have a sports show to do on Tuesday nights uh, from 7 to 9. And I got to my parents' house about 9.15. I'd, I'd been watching the game on my phone while the show was going on and then listening on the radio all the way home. Get home, realize, okay, uh, if that particular play, what happened was ball was knocked out of bounds and we get we get it on the sideline with two seconds left on the shot clock and uh, they, they go to the media timeout. And so I say, okay, this is a good time for me to go, you know, brush my teeth, get ready for bed and come right. So I go to brush my – I come back. And I see the score, you know, like I knew I, I should have come back about the time that it, the media time light was over. And when I get back, the the uh, the score is whatever it was that was like three points higher. And I was like, ah, I guess we hit a desperation three. I didn't think anything of it. And then I went to uh, after the game was over and I was like, oh, my God, I just missed that. I can't believe I missed that. Um, anyway, he, he's phenomenal. Uh, you're right, Mark Sears. Uh, played well. I'm really, really happy with Gurley. I feel like uh, Nate Oates said this, and I was going to say it, Nate Oates, you stole my thunder. Javon Quinterly's kind of getting his swagger back a little bit. There were a couple of times last night, especially towards the end of the game, where I felt like he was trying to uh, lob a couple of alley-oops that were just not there. Uh, he yep. would drive in and just lob them, and it, Ole Miss had to defend it. But 
I'm okay with it because it tells me he's trying it again. He's getting in there and doing his thing. He just needs to get to the flow of the, the season again. And I think he'll do that. Um, I, I'm going to say it for the gazillionth time. We got to get Charles Bediaco to quit fouling so much. He is just, he just still doesn't know how not to foul very much. Um, but I thought he played pretty well. He even took a three-pointer last night. That was desperation late in the shot clock. But it wasn't awful. It wasn't I, I that mean, bad. It didn't that go bad. in, but it wasn't mm. horrendous. So close. Um, it was close to horrendous, <laughs> but it, was it wasn't horrendous. And clo- it was close to horrendous and close to a make. That's true. Um, Jimmy, uh, I want to tell everybody about Bet Online. Look, if you took the tide minus 12 and a half last on betonline.net you made joseph cash or you could have taken them on the money line made some cash that way uh betonline.net is the place to go to get that bet in if you want to bet on college basketball nba nfl college football in the national championship coming up they'll have you covered every which way so go to betonline.net and get that bet in you will love it it's easy to pay easier to get paid at betonline.net betonline.net is so easy to navigate that's the key. I love playing poker there occasionally. It's a lot of fun. They, the the site is just super easy. And even a, a tech moron like me can operate their website. So go to betonline.net because that's where the game starts. Uh, under our, Well, you know what? Let's talk a little more SEC basketball for a second here. I was going to talk about the Under Armour All-American game. And we'll do that. But So last night, LSU loses at Kentucky, but Kentucky is not impressive still. Now, Kentucky is still Kentucky. They always the bluest of the blue bloods in college basketball, especially literally. 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 And they'll come into Tuscaloosa at noon on Saturday. Let's have a good crowd. This is me praying. If you did that sound was if you're just listening and not watching, was me putting my, my hands together in prayer saying, let's have a good crowd. Um, I'm going to be there. I've been looking for tickets. It's a good crowd. I did get them, but uh, I was. <laughs> it's going to be a good crowd. Um, it. it I hope it is because it'll be a fun, ton of fun. And um, look, anytime you beat Kentucky, we only play them once this year. Uh, so this is the one time you get to see Kentucky come in. And uh, this is not a vintage Kentucky team. I mean, they may turn out to be awesome at the end of the year or something, but right now they're not awesome. And this is a game I think you need to win because. At this three-game stretch, Jimmy, we've got Kentucky at home at Arkansas next Wednesday. Now, Arkansas is dealing with some injuries. They're not at, at their peak right now. Nick Smith's out. Um, and then uh, the, the transfer from Missouri is in. So they're not at their best, but it's at Arkansas next Wednesday. And then LSU at home. This LSU team only has two losses on the year. They are used to playing uh, scrappy basketball. So we got three straight very – uh, winnable but very difficult games coming up. So uh, I, I want to take care of this Kentucky one. It reminds me of the the run of games we had sort of in mid-December that we talked about. Uh, it's just a little bit of a difficult stretch right here in the middle of SEC season. So uh, Kentucky, a big game this weekend. Um, Tennessee just absolutely mauled Mississippi State. Uh, Mississippi State was ranked number 16 or number 50 not too terribly long ago. We're close to a top 25 team. We beat them uh, pretty handily at their place, and now Tennessee destroys them. They just can't shoot. One thing that uh, we were on a text chain, and I I believe this to be true, um, the teams that are better than I thought, and this is pretty obvious, 
Missouri, LSU, and I, and I would say Alabama. We're better than we thought we'd be. I, I believe that. I mean, maybe people thought we'd be 12-2 and two at this or whatever. I didn't, um, especially with this schedule. The teams that are worse, Kentucky is, is worse than I thought. Now, again, they can change that very quickly. I think Auburn's a little worse than I thought. Again, they can change it very quickly, but they can't shoot. They, they're just not a good shooting team. Um, and who else? Now, the other team – and Texas A&M. Texas A&M is Maybe much Arkansas worse. due to injuries. I mean, they, they yeah, still Yeah, Arkansas due to injuries. Arkansas due yeah. to injury and alone. I really thought A&M would be pretty good. They're not very good, at least not right now. I mean, they're not even smelling the NCAA tournament. So, um, the league is just really interesting. Uh, it, I find it – this is one thing I hate – about basketball TV scaling. You know what the CBS game is this week and for the SEC? No. This is national television. It's not Alabama-Kentucky? I haven't even looked. It's not no, Alabama-Kentucky. Yeah. Alabama-Kentucky's on ESPN. Okay. And um, we're at noon. And we're at noon on ESPN, right? Yeah, and I think this game that I'm about to tell you about is either at noon or 11. It's that, though, because college basketball game day, then, quote, is leading into Alabama-Kentucky, which is really good for ratings. It, it is, but – Alabama, Kentucky should be CBS. I mean, I love ESPN. Um, Vanderbilt at Missouri is the CBS game. Who picked that? I mean, who would see pick that? you pick college basketball TV selections are so dumb. I I don't understand why they do this, but they they make all their before the season. Why well, can't they make their selections? That explains, that explains a lot. <laughs> you know, why can't they make their selections like football does? I have why can't no they? idea. I have no idea. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's really a crime because when you do it that way, so many of the biggest games won't be on the biggest networks. So it, it, it's kind of dumb. But hey, uh, I think I like Alabama's chances Saturday. Uh, they lost to Kentucky last year at home. Uh, this this year, that's that's something they can uh, they can improve. They they can. Because uh, e- even with Kentucky struggling like they are, uh, they're still an extremely talented, dangerous basketball team. Yeah, and again, anytime you get a win, it's a big deal. So let's get a win over Kentucky and uh, let's move on and, and you know take on Arkansas. Look, Arkansas has got a tough stretch coming up. Um, they've got a tough game against Missouri tonight. Then they travel to Auburn Saturday. Now, I just said Auburn is not a great shooting team. They aren't. But it's really tough to win in the jungle and uh, over at Neville Arena. It's going to be loud and it's going to be popping. It's going to, and it's seven thirty on Saturday night. I, I wholly expect Auburn to win that game against Arkansas Saturday. So um, Arkansas already has a loss at LSU. So this Arkansas team already has more losses than they thought they'd have at this point, and they're going to be desperate next Wednesday. Believe that. So uh, that's going to be a difficult one for the time. You mentioned. It. I'll tell you better than what I thought. How is LSU good? Don't they have a completely brand new roster? Completely and awaiting sanctions. Uh, I don't get it, but I, hey, that coach is coach. working working miracles. And they may fall apart. That AD at LSU makes some good hires, man. He does. He does. Um, all right, Jimmy, I want to tell everybody about Built Bar now. Let me. This is the truth, okay? I told you about my son um, that is a workout warrior. He's at Arizona State. And he he's not like me. I eat crap all day long for the most part. I mean, I just I, – that's what I do. I mean, I like sugary stuff. Built Bar, number one, is a great suit for that. 
Uh, so when I have my built bars, I mean, I'm like, okay, I don't need anything sugary, but he loves these things. Like he, he was begging me, dad, get some more of these. Um, because he, he eats them like a meal and he's, that's why he's in such good shape. And I'm, I'm in it in a shape. Um, but if you're looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want the fat and calories, you want built bar. We just got holidays and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. So I'm going to have some more built bars. I've got some right here in my drawer. I'm going to have one for lunch today. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond. I mean, all those sound so good right now. And now you don't need to wait around to get a box. For years, we've been talking about ordering built bars, which you can do at built.com. But now you can get them at your local Walmart or at Sam's Club. That's so easy. And I, I love going to Lifetime Fitness and I'll get a built bar after I work out or something. That's right. Head to your nearest Walmart today. Walk to the pharmacy section. Grab yourself a box of built bars and you can pick up a four bar box of cookies and cream, double chocolate or coconut puff, whatever you want. If you're close to run in and grab a 13 bar box, they've got them. You know, obviously Sam's Club is more about quantity. And uh, so go to Sam's Club and get you one or go to built.com. Go to built.com. You will love these things. Try a built bar today. All right, Jimmy. So the um, Under Armour All-American game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to let you – did you watch it, by the way? Uh, I watched quite a bit of it. I, I wasn't okay. able to watch every single snap, but I watched Because you had to go to the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I watched a lot of it on my computer, and um, here's what I want to do. I'm going to let you talk about the Alabama guys' performances, and I might chime in later, but I wanted to throw this out you know, every year in this in this type of event, and we'll see this Saturday at the Army All-American game. Is it still the Army All-American game or is it some other uh, All-American? I'm, I call it the Army All-American game. I believe it is. It's the okay. U.S. All-American game. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll see this Saturday too. In a game full of dudes who are superstars, there are always two to four guys that like pop off the screen. I found three. Okay. Um, it doesn't mean the other guys aren't good. It doesn't mean you should be disappointed in, say, Richard Young, who 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 looked uh, he looked okay. He didn't look great. I mean, he, he didn't look great in this game. That's okay to say. He fumbled twice. Oh yeah, uh, um, yeah. I remember one in particular was bad. Immediately left to mind. So, um, you know, it's not uh, Oleus Allenen. He played pretty well. Was he dominant? No, because the offensive line wasn't dominant. But he looked pretty good. But I want to talk to you guys that popped off. Um, number one is Peter Woods. And I know, I mean, like, I'm putting – if you again, if you're not watching, I'm putting my head in my hands because, oh, my goodness, how much would I love to have that guy in Crimson. But he's going to Clemson, and he's going to kick butt. I thought he might have been the best player on the field, at least at times. Um, he really was a force. Cormani McLean, this is another guy that stood out to me. I'm talking like – this dude, if you were making a defensive back, like you just had clay and like, remember the first clash of the Titans when Zeus was making things out of clay, making people out of clay. Like that's, that's, um, I would make Cormani McLean. He's, he's tall. He's lanky. He's got long arms. He's got swagger at the yin yang. He's got, he had a, I think it was a mouthpiece that looked like he had a, like a a grill uh, in his mouth. He's just, he's just that dude. And he, all he wants to do is make plays. He was born to be a defensive back. Um, I thought he was awesome. And then uh, Zachariah Branch, the wide receiver that's committed to USC, um, 
he was incredible. He's a dude. Those three guys stood out. He might be the best player in the whole class, maybe. I agree. Now, um, and he also was born to be a wide receiver, by the way. He he looks every bit the part. His interview had wide receiver written all over it. Um, and Cormani McLean's gonna commit January 15th. He also took a group picture with a lot of Alabama commits. Does that mean anything? I, I don't know. I'll let you comment on it. Um, I'll also say Tony Mitchell had a nice punt return that I was shocked by because I didn't expect Tony Mitchell to be a punt returner. So I'll let you talk about the Alabama guys now. Love Tony Mitchell. I'll just talk about him. Love Tony Mitchell. Um, he is a – he's got cornerback skills. I mean, in terms of this guy could – play cornerback he does a lot of cornerback things but he's probably not going to play a single snap at cornerback at Alabama because he is a safety he is a safety his his ball skills and coverage skills for a safety will just be absurd and so helpful in this modern defense where really everybody in the defensive backfield needs to be a corner because of, of, of coverage wise Tony Mitchell is such a great fit at a great time and is such a high-end athlete. Uh, I'm just really excited uh, about uh, Tony Mitchell's arrival for sure. Uh, Richard Young physically looks the part. You know, he fumbled twice. And here, here's a great example of, you know, I could do the whole show on this. There's high school prospects and they're college players. Everybody that played in that game last night is still a high school prospect. What I mean by that is they might become great college football players. They might, some based on all sorts of facts and tangibles and intangibles, some have a better chance than others, but they're all prospects. Nobody on that field last night is a proven college player. As fans, we just have to remember this. That's why I'm still getting to this day questions about why didn't Tommy Brockermeyer work out at Alabama? Uh, There was a Ben Davis comment yesterday. I mean, and that's, Years ago, that's ancient history. People just get so, and, and why do people ask that? Why do people still ask that? Because they confuse high school prospect and college player. Uh, Richard Young is an outstanding high school prospect. Uh, that's why everyone wanted him. Every premier program in the country. Who, who are the premier programs? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State. What were his finalists? Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, Oregon, who signed a top five class. Uh, Richard Young is a fantastic prospect, but he still has to learn at the next level. Ball security is going to be a big, big thing at the next level. Wasn't so much in normal high school football to fumble a lot because kids he's playing against are future CPAs and guys that that work at Walmart and uh, and doctors. (laughs) They're not ball players who can lift a Buick off of someone. Um, So Richard Young's got a lot to learn and a lot to develop before he becomes a college football player, which is different than a high school prospect. Now, in terms of who stood out to me, I'm just going to talk about one guy because I could talk about all of them, but but we're short for time, really. But Jalen Hale is a guy that we probably didn't talk about enough uh, because of the cavalcade of five, five stars we end up signing. But I thought through the week of practice in particular with Joseph Hastings uh, spot on uh, on the scene reports. I, I come out of Under Armour All-Star Week, Luke, 
fired up about Jalen Hale. I, I don't know what level he, he, you know, what impact he'll make on next year's team. Because believe it or not, pretty good at receiver, returning, you know, veterans like Ja'Cory Brooks and adding a Juco like Malik Benson and all the freshmen we had a year ago will be veterans next year. Kobe Prentice and, and Isaiah Bond and Kendrick Law. Got a lot of dudes to climb over. But Jalen Hale uh, is probably every bit the high school prospect that some of these five stars uh, Alabama signed on signing day. So uh, all the more reason to be uh, super excited about this group. Yeah, he had a few catches last night. He looked pretty good at times for sure. And they were really bragging on him. I mean, they were bragging on him on the, on the show last night. Um, they kept talking about him. And then I think on three actually said, here's a guy who's going to be moving up. I mean, they, they actually uh, did a whole write-up on that. Uh, you brought up Joseph Hastings. I thought he was interesting. Um, he just tweeted out a few minutes ago that his flight got canceled, I guess, going to the uh, Army Same All-American thing. game. So. Yeah. Sorry, Joseph. Uh, the woes of travel. Yeah, I got that text slash tweet. Uh, yeah, Joseph, uh, hardest – I mean, I, I used to say this. It's kind of like a tagline. Like every time i talk about Joseph, I'd say the hardest working man. Hardest working man in recruiting. I hope – he is the hardest working man in recruiting. He, he's a good dude and a friend of the program. So, Jimmy, that's going to do it till next time. Uh, and until then, roll tight, everybody. Roll tight.